In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute Guys, you. we honor you today for grinding it out in the stress bubble of life. We like to call that the arena. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, where we want to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the bleachers, and call you up the absolute best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. As you heard, I'm here with my buddy, co-host in the backbone of the MCP and the producer. What else? You want some more lists that I should call you? You want to add some more things? No. Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing wonderful. Hit me with them. Hit me with them, man. Law. Little I was Benet- just going to go Bat into Benetar, that. Little oh. Pat Benatar there. Bat Benatar. What, 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 what are you talking about? That was her name, Bat. <laughs> okay. She always wore black. She was black because she was Bat Benatar. All right. No, nah, man, I'm just messing I'm with like, you. Okay. You're like, dude, you're dumber than you look. <laughs> Nobody can look that dumb. Oh, so Man Law. I've seen this happen with some friends, and, I, and I'm and i sure people have seen it with me too, but um, when dealing with your kids and you're, you're, uh, you're correcting them, before reacting to that, getting all the facts on that. Um, oh, yeah. Um, and I've seen it where, when I know I've done it, where you just get, they freak out and bust them up, and I'm sitting there watching going, actually, bro, your kid, I was listening, and they just wanted to tell you something awesome that they just did, and you just busted them up. So now the kid is crushed and broken because you didn't take time to realize that they were trying to do something. And I know I'm at fault of that too. And it's a, and then you feel like a total jerk, and then you have to go and ask for forgiveness of your kid. And yeah, well, even more than that, man, is is when two of the children fight. You want to go after you know it's a, when I always told kids in football it's the second one who gets the cheap shot who gets a penalty not the first one you know so a lot of times what you see happening 
is a reaction to a violation. And so we typically punish the second one. So we don't, we, we react to that. The other thing is the kid who wants to manipulate the parents. So he'll ask one parent, that parent will say no, he'll go to the other parent. So if you're a reactionary parent, you will respond without gathering the information and intel. Right. And so, yeah, that's a good law, man. Good man law for us today. So, hey, let's talk about the meat of the podcast. I think uh, what we just want to do is we're sitting down here. We're, we've been talking about the recent podcast with a guy named Hal Perkins out of Missouri and how powerful that was. And I, I think sometimes with podcasts, you play the podcast or you download it, listen to it, you listen to it partially, or and then you go back and listen to it again, or you don't. And um, or you listen to it and go, hey, that was good. And you move on. And a lot of times we need to process it further. And so what you will find in the Man Card podcast is we'll do an interview with a guy and we'll come back and do several other equipping episodes to process that man's interview. Uh, some very powerful points. And I thought Hal brought some really powerful points to the table, some that for me were life changing personally. Some for me were uh, things around, aha, I wish I would have done that. I can start doing that now. But uh, let's just start with asking you, Dale, what are some things that you took away from Hal's podcast? Well, I used to date my daughters um, on a regular basis, and lately it's uh, life has just gotten a little nuts, and there's always excuses for why we don't do things, but I definitely need to do that again, and that's one of the things that he made an appointment with uh, his, or makes appointments, or did with his kids when they were growing up uh, once a week, and just uh, would meet with them and ask them questions how they're doing and just process that help their kids process things and like he said his kids thought that was a normal thing <laughs> there's a lot of things that we do that our kids think are normal with everybody and then they find out no it's not really normal this is unique so taking the time to do something unique and special for your kids that takes the time to really get to know them get to know their heart and guide and direct them instead of just letting whatever happened happen in their life yeah, I I know for us, we did something unique. We did a breakfast every four or five days a week where I would cook breakfast and we'd have a devotions and prayer time and different things. And it was not as eloquent as it sounds. Oh, no. It was wild and it's crazy. It's a battle. And, um, you know, that's where the no erection rule came in when the kids are teenagers. You know, you're you know, going wait there. till you come down. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, but but the, the individual personalized appointment, you call it a date. I would probably shy away from using that term because a date, when a man hears the word date, he kind of goes into this, man, that's a lot of work. I mean, I get it, dating your daughters, I think that's really important. But I think just going, staying, we're going to be together one hour a week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be gonna together. We're going to have a cup of it's coffee. It's very simple. Yeah. Very simple. And I want to hear your heart. I want to hear your I want to hear your heart. I want to hear your mind. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what's going on in there. To me, that was a huge takeaway from his podcast. Really simple, something very simple. When we tell men to be spiritual leaders, very, very simple. Just go and have a one-hour meeting or coffee or something with your wife and with your kids. Just one hour a day. You can do that. That's a that's the halftime of Monday Night Football. Yeah, you can be inten- just be intentional. And then, what? Any other takeaways that you had? Um. Just how he would listen. Uh, he's a very methodical thinker and slow to respond to things. So um, I'm sitting here listening going, man, I need to do more of that where I slow down. And as my kids come to me, my wife come to me and process all the information and then calmly uh, recite it back to them what I think they're saying. And... Um, 
just process things a little bit more before jumping to conclusions of what you think is going on. Um, I think is kind of a he didn't so much say all that, but that's what I gathered from uh, how he probably deals with things. Well, I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a quick thinker. I'm fast on my feet. I'm intuitive and usually right. And uh, that has served me well in some areas, but it has not served me well when it comes to relationships with those I'm closest to. I tend to snap. I tend to react. And I just even this morning, I remember I just reacted at Shanna for no reason, just kind of, and I and I, I was re- I realized, man, that's not what Jesus did. <laughs> now I did yeah. disagree with him a little bit because he made it sound like Jesus has a funny smile on his face when he's thrashing the temple. You know, Jesus got angry. In fact, Mark records two different times Jesus was indignant. So to have this peace, love Jesus is not a biblical, uh, biblically there accurate. It was a righteous anger, but it was a righteous anger, and right. it was not an uncontrolled. You know, God's wrath. That acrostic is not, that stands for, and I made this up, I think it's pretty fun, wreaking righteous anger towards humanity. It's righteous, it's controlled, it's methodical, you know, but what we do is we react and we are not patient. And that really hit me. I need to really work on that. And I think, but but to say stop reacting is really easier said than done, right? It is. This morning even, like my wife says, well, I hope you talk to everybody like you talked to me this morning. And I'm like, I'm sorry I reacted. Well, I think the key to that is uh, it's finding a different venue, right? If I want to lose ten pounds, I can't just focus on not eating. I got to find something different to do. Right. So, with with the with the not reacting, you you said it in part. You said listening, and I, well, the thing that I took away from Hal's podcast that was really powerful for me was to ask questions. So, mm-hmm. if something comes at me instead of reacting. Go, okay. Let me ask some questions about this. You know, why did you do that? Before I punch you in the face, yes. I need to get more facts. Yes. What are the, you know, and just, and then the, you have a chance to process the information, yeah. you know, and, and that would really, really help, I think. And yeah. so for me, that was really important, the power of questions, because I go into lecture mode, you know, and the kids would say something like, don't lecture me, or, or they won't even ask me the question because they know what's, what I'm going to say because they know me. But instead of me telling them what's right or wrong, diving into their heart and let them process it. I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to implement that. I think, too, our kids will dodge sharing things with us because they know a lecture will come of it. And they know exactly what we're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Daddy, I want to go date this boy, and he's not a he's not a Christian boy. He's not a church boy. Well, they know the answer to that. Well, maybe a better thing would be, so, well, how does he live his life? Uh, does he? What does he think about God? Why do you want to date this guy? Is there a reason why you're attracted to him and not some of the boys in the youth group? You know what? You know these types of things. You know, really diving into the heart of the issue. And so, for me, the major takeaways were: ask questions instead of react, and schedule times with my sons. Now, my sons are adults. However, I don't think it's too late to do that. I just called my oldest son James our day, just to say, "Hey, how's it going, son? What's going on?" And I just called to say, "Hey, how's it going?" And we had a half an hour conversation on the phone, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think they still, no matter how old they are, really want that if you're not in this annoying lecture phase. And then I think the other thing for me, the third thing, Dale, is asking God questions. I've never, mm-hmm. I mean, I've asked God questions like, should I take this job? Big questions, right? Should I take this job? You know, you know, God, what's going on in this, you know, thing. But I don't really turn to God for the small questions, the daily questions, the regular questions. I, I've never been a big fan of praying unceasingly. I just have seen it as a non-doable thing. But I am going to look into this idea of asking God questions regularly. And I think that will be a, 
because uh, I have found that when I'm silent, God speaks like crazy. I will fill notepads up when I'm in silence, but I've never actually went and asked questions about things I'm silent about. Mm. So uh, that was really powerful. So anything else for you as a takeaway, Dale? Uh, not off the top of my head. Anyway, guys, really want to encourage you to listen to Hal Perkins' uh, interview that, that we'll be putting up here uh, probably around right after Thanksgiving. It should be released. And, uh, guys, I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so, make sure you go over to the Men in the Arena uh, Facebook forum. And, guys, help us out here. It's, it's a non-promotable page. It's growing by about 1000 a month, but maybe a little bit less than 1000 a month. But we just need you to get on there and start uh, adding guys. When you add 25 guys, we'll send you something. If it's 25, 50, 100 guys, just go in there. Top right button right below the arena picture is a button that says add, and you can go and add all your friends. So, guys, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast, changing your world. It's the toughest thing you're ever going to do, guys. When you choose to get in the arena, you will be doing things that most men do not do, and it is hard work. We want to help you in, to, in your journey, so do this one thing for us today. Go enlist in three amazing resources we offer. They are totally free. Download the Great Hunt for God app. Uh, go check out and subscribe to the Man Card Podcast. Which you, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, please do so and write a positive review. Uh, we'll send you something if you do that. And then join the Men in the Arena Closed Facebook Forum for guys. So, hey, guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best versions of themselves and changing the world. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Hey, guys, until next time, feel the wet sand of the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, The Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.